Welcome back to Trailblazer, a podcast that shares conversations with people who combine their passion for the outdoors with their purpose to make the world just a little bit better. In the midst of the senseless violence against the Black community at the hands of police and systemic racism, silence is complicity. Sean Farahani, a junior at Penn State University and a friend of mine, is choosing not to be silent. He is running every day in June to raise awareness for the issues that are woven into our society, to raise money for the American Liberty Civil Union, an organization that demands accountability and justice. Although he doesn't know quite how this stretch of running will go for him, what he does know is that he does not have to fear running because of the color of his skin. In our conversation, we talk about the importance of reflecting and educating ourselves, and the power of speaking up and acting out, in addition to supporting the voices of others and the broader organizations that are working to create systems change. Also, Sean talks about facing your fears and running out them head first. Hope that you enjoy this episode. Here we go. All right. Hi, we have Sean Farahani. Sean, if you could just explain a little bit first off about who you are. Uh, Yeah, I'm Sean Farahani. I'm going to be a junior at Penn State next year. I'm a business student, tree hugger, and a runner. Awesome. I love that. That was kind of similar to Mike's intro last time, except he coined it as Granola Boy. Um, And so we're talking today because of your June for Justice fundraiser. So could you share a little bit more about what this is? Yeah. So basically, I'll be running every single day for the month of June. And that's an attempt to raise money for the American Civil Liberties Union. And it's just in response to everything that's been going on in the country these past couple of weeks, but more so, you know, since the inception of this country. And like a lot of like the people you've had on have really inspired me to do something like this, like Mike. The original idea came from when Mike decided to do his FKT challenge. I thought of doing like a a 30-day challenge for July for a different fundraiser. But just with what happened, I just decided I had to do it now and change it up. So, yeah. So with this being like the longest consecutive stretch of running for you, 30 days in a row, what's your plan? What is it looking like for you? Do you have any idea of how you're going to stay healthy, uh, mentally sane for all of these runs? Um, I think that... My plan is really to take it day by day and not really look at the bigger picture, just focusing on each day. The first two weeks, I want to keep it pretty conservative in terms of like my pace and how far I'm running, because that's where I think it'll start getting hard. And if I feel good around two weeks, I'm going to start to push myself more since there are some um, per mile donations. So there is a lot of incentive for me to go for a higher mileage for the month. Um, But one of my plans is just to, to channel all of the emotions that I've felt through this whole situation into my running to keep me going. That's something that, you know, we talk about a lot at Club XC with remembering our why. And I definitely have a why for why I'm doing this. And I'm just trying to channel all of the emotions I felt the day I decided to do it into every single run, put it into something productive instead of something negative. That's great. And I feel like even within our network of you posting on Strava, I feel like it's inspiring people to just be more reflective with the time that they're running, especially in the light of what happened to George Floyd and Ahmed Arbery, especially. And since you've announced this fundraiser and started it, that's definitely been something that's been on my mind more as I've been running each day. It's, it's definitely very powerful. 
And so being a few days in, how how has it gone so far for you? Like monetarily, I guess, just in terms of people reaching out in terms of how your body is feeling so far. And I guess we can't neglect the fact that you're doing this in Florida and it's pretty humid and hot um, and the weather's kind of crazy. Yeah. So first I'll talk about the running side of it so far. Today's day four. So it hasn't really gotten to a point where it's been tough yet. But um, in terms of the weather, like, yeah, I'm in Florida, but I also have a treadmill. So I've been going back and forth because I do know that if I did do 30 days outside, it it would take a real toll on my body. Like, I just know that. So I did have to make that adjustment. But um, but so far, the running has been great. Um, and then in terms of the response, like, it's really been like nothing I could have imagined in terms of monetarily. It's above $1,000 in flat donations right now. And then there's a decent amount of per mile donations. The fundraiser's been up for four or five days. And I honestly expected to get maybe $300. (laughs) So just seeing how people have reacted has been really cool. And it's something that definitely has, has, like I said, like the taking it day by day, like it's, it's kept me in the present just to know that people are, people are really resonating with it and standing with me. I had no idea that you had raised that much money. Wasn't your goal, was it $846? Yeah, it was 846 in honor of the eight minutes and 46 seconds when George Floyd was being kneeled on. And I set that as a, a lofty goal. I didn't really know. I really had no idea what the response would be, but it's been really, really good. And obviously there's still 26 days left. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. And if you were to look back two to three years ago from today, what would you at that point think about you knowing that you were doing a 30 day long fundraiser to support people of color? Um, I would say that two or three years ago, I definitely would have been speaking up and doing things. I know that two or three years ago when the shooting happened at Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, I did create a response within my school of a walkout. And that was something I was really proud of, but I don't think I would have done something to this magnitude. And this is something that I definitely was really scared of doing. Like when I talked about earlier, the doing it in July, I was really skeptical of being able to do it just in terms of both the running and then just like putting myself out there and saying, this is how I feel. This is what I'm doing, like just out to the world. But it just reached a tipping point where I had to. So I think that two or three years ago, me would be proud of that because I don't know if I would have done it two or three years ago. And honestly, like a month ago, I don't, I don't know if I would have done it. I guess on the other side of that though, it's also really powerful that when I, I feel like when I asked that question to most people, they'd say, yeah, I had no idea that or like raising money or feeling as passionate as I do about, about something like was not on my mind at that point. But the fact that you were saying like, yes, I still definitely would have spoken out like I have organized something before. I think that speaks a lot to what your core values have been for a long time. So that's really cool. Um, But also the fact that this fundraiser in itself, like you feel like recently you just gained the inspiration or the strength to do it is really cool. Yeah, it's definitely something that's really pushed me outside of my comfort zone. That's awesome. And I feel like it has done the same with other people too. Like I mentioned before, um, yeah. in terms of getting us to think about it, like getting the running community to think about it more. And so beyond donating, what do you think others can do to challenge themselves and to support people of color during this time, during the month of June, and more importantly, looking beyond this month? 
Yeah, I think that the donations, like the monetary donations are great, but what's more important is the challenging yourself, like you said. Um, nobody's perfect. Everybody can look within themselves, reflect on their lives and their experiences and the experiences of others to kind of see how they can be better. I think that right now is a great time to do that because we're all being challenged with what the, what's going on in the world. So there's no better time than now to be vulnerable and look within and try to be better. And if everybody does that, then the donations won't even be necessary because the people will be acting better. Yeah, it's important that people are taking steps however they can right now. But you're right. The real long-term systemic change comes from people living it out. Like the top-down donating approach to like change systems and laws is really, really important. And also, it's important to just like act within your community in a way that supports everyone. Definitely. Yeah. And so let's say that while you're running, you're carrying like a billboard with one sentence or phrase on it that everyone around you would see while you're running. Now, what message do you feel like would be the most important to share? Um, I think I have two words that are important to me. The first would be be, which has been a very important word to me. It's been a call to presence for me. It's something that reminds me to be here in the moment and that being here is enough and that I don't need to worry about the future or dwell on the past. And I think that that's something that could really help others as well. So that's why I would choose B as one of them. And then the second is actually comes from, I don't know if you're familiar with the BiSci, BiSci 3. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes from the BiSci 3 community. It's a Mayan word. It's in Lakesh. And it means um, I am another of you. And I think that that's really important because if we can all see each other as another of each other, essentially the same, then we'll be acting as if we're treating another of ourselves. And I think that's really powerful too. I had no idea that there was one word that encompassed like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really cool word. So I guess if you were to give any piece of advice to someone who, like you, in maybe a few weeks or a few days, wants to use the abilities that they have to assist and amplify the voices of another group of people, be that any any group that they are trying to support and they're unsure of where to start, what would you say to them? What would be your advice for them to, to get started, to take their first step? I think that they should come up with a list of ideas that they think they could do to better their community and do what, do what you said of, I'm sorry, what, what did, I'm sorry, could you repeat it again? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of like made I think it, it, I think the, it cut out a little bit. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Yeah. So if you were to give any piece of advice to someone who like you, maybe in the next few days, few weeks, anytime in the future, wants to use their abilities to assist and amplify the voices of another group of people, what advice would you give to them? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say to come up with a list of ideas for what they could do and then find the one that scares them the most to do and then do it. Because when you do something that absolutely terrifies you and you're doing it for the right reason, it's just going to build up so much confidence in you that you'll be able to speak out for everything that you believe in. So I think that's the first step. Run at that fear head on. And because you're doing it for the right reason, you will succeed. I absolutely love that. That is really cool. Sean, if you want, if you feel that there's anything else that's really important to share, you're absolutely welcome to. Um, But... 
it's just been awesome like getting to talk because I've been wanting to talk to you about this fundraiser ever since you posted it um it's just a really incredible idea and I'm excited to see what you know beyond like the money that you're raising to fight the systemic racism that we have right now I'm excited to see the ideas that it sparks like within our community I think that this will have a ripple effect so thank you I really hope it does I hope that people challenge themselves like I said look within and just try to further educate themselves and come to a better understanding of how everybody feels. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess that's all I got for you. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, thank you. I'm really excited. And I'll definitely post a link to your fundraiser uh, in the show notes below this. And I'll try to get that direct link to people as much as I can. Thank you, Sean. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Sean is a genuine person, and the way that he's using his abilities to push for a more equitable country is really inspiring. He channeled the frustration and pain that he has felt seeing the Black community mistreated by systems in our country, and he turned it into something that is action-oriented. And his history with organizing others around justice is something that I hadn't realized. It speaks to his character and his calling as an activist. Another thing that struck me was Sean's advice to make a list of the ways that you can stand with or support other people and choose to act on the one that scares you the most. Facing your fears and challenging yourself in pursuit of something meaningful helps you to grow as a person and as an advocate. I've linked Sean's June for Justice fundraising page on on GoFundMe in the show notes below. At this point, he's raised almost $1,300 only a week in, not including any per mile donations. Be sure to check it out to learn more about his why and the ways that he asks others to participate during the month by reflecting and having difficult conversations. Thanks again for listening. If you found this episode to be enjoyable, it would mean a lot to me if you shared it with someone who you're close to. And if you or someone who you know has a wild idea, I would love to talk. Have a great day, stay safe, and keep finding inspiration to use your outside voice. Thank you.